the web browser programs that we use to navigate our way around the World Wide Web on the internet, you know, Google Chrome or Safari, they typically have an option under the View menu that's called something like Source or Page Source. If you click on this, if you dare, it reveals to you that the beautiful and elegant web page that you're looking at is actually made up of a series of codes written in a language that's called HTML. I see some of the techies nodding their heads out there. Web designers use this language, HTML, to tell your computer where to insert pictures, what text to bold or italicize, where to break paragraphs, and so forth. It doesn't have the user-friendliness of a well-designed web page. It doesn't have the attractive details that catch the eye. But there is something fascinating, at least for those with a certain type of mind, in getting a glimpse behind the scenes to see the web page from the perspective of the designer, to get a sense of the complexity underlying what presents itself so attractively on our computer screens. Today's gospel is a bit like clicking the view page source menu option on the Christmas story. According to the tradition of the church, on the first Sunday after Christmas Day, today, we do not read Luke's familiar account of the Christmas story. Instead, we hear from John's prologue. His gospel opens, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John does not offer us the eye-catching, user-friendly details we find in Luke, no inn without a vacancy, no Christ child placed in the manger, no angels, no shepherds. Instead of the infant, holy, infant, lowly, we are told of the eternal word, the word who was in the beginning with God, and who at the same time, in some mysterious manner, is God. We're told that the world came into being through this word, and yet does not know him. And perhaps most puzzling of all, we're told that the word has become flesh and made his dwelling among us and has given power to become children of God to those who believe in his name. It can seem at first as baffling as HTML code, but what John is offering us is a glimpse behind the scenes of the Christmas story, an opportunity to see from the perspective of its designer, to get a sense of the deep mystery that underlies what presents itself so attractively in Luke's gospel. You know, most of us find our hearts moved by the story of Joseph and the pregnant Mary, homeless and unprotected. We find attractive the simplicity of the image of Christ born amidst the animals in the barn. We thrill to the angels' announcement to the shepherds, glory to God in the highest and peace to God's people on earth. In comparison, 
John's gospel might seem a bit cold and cerebral. Luke gives us baby Jesus. John gives us the eternal word. But we're meant to realize that they are both telling us the same story. The child in the manger is the eternal word who has taken on our flesh, our human nature, so that we too might be God's children. John's gospel shows us the eternal source that lies behind the moving, attractive, thrilling events in Bethlehem of Judea. You know, with a story as well-known and as pleasing as Luke's account of the nativity, there's always the danger that we might sentimentalize the the entry of, of Christ into our world. We can begin to think that Christmas is all about babies with rosy cheeks and shepherds with cute lambs and angels that look like pretty ladies with wings and halos. Our gospel reading this morning reminds us that Christmas is about God transacting the serious and unsentimental business of the world's salvation. Our glimpse, our glimpse behind the scenes in Bethlehem shows us that Christmas is about God taking on our human nature so that God through the bitter suffering of the cross and the glory of the resurrection, might bestow upon us a share in God's own immortality. God became human so that we human beings might become divine. John's Gospel reminds us that this is the real Christmas story. And this glimpse behind the scenes, should lead us to marvel even more that God would transact such serious and unsentimental business in the little town of Bethlehem by means of a young mother and some shepherds and a child. Friends, 2020 has been a year fraught with uncertainty and change and loss And the winter of the new year is going to be hard. But this morning, we celebrate the hope that is constant amidst the chaos. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The eternal word becomes a child for the salvation of the world and for our souls. And he gives us power right now, right here, to become children of God. From his fullness, we receive grace upon grace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.